Thank you for joining us for the Life Point Podcast. We believe what you're about to listen to will help you experience life change. So let's jump into this week's message. Well, good evening. So uh, if you haven't been with us for a, a couple of uh, weekends, we declare that 2024 is your year of what? Your year of victories, not victory, but victories. Let's make a confession. Ready? We believe and we declare that it's a new season. It's a new year. It's a new chapter. We declare that 2024 is our year of victories. Our, our, yeah. We're not done yet. Hang on. Um. Our setbacks were just a setup for our comeback. Our defeats were just a detour to our destiny. And our woes was just a way to our wins. I believe and I declare I will live with inspiration, anticipation, expectation, and motivation as I experience victory after victory. No matter the darkness, discouragement, or delusion around me, my season is the exception. I'm raising my victory flag. I'm waving my victory flag. And I'm expecting my God to come in like a victory flood. 2024 is a new year of victory for me. Victory in my health, my wealth, my work, my mind, my heart, my relationships, and my walk with Jesus. So, I believe and I declare my season of victory starts right here and right now. Mm. Well, just a, a quick announcement. Um, there's a photo wall on the way out. If you haven't got your photo by the victory flag yet, stop by tonight, get your picture. There also, there's a little victory flag for you to wave this year. I know. <laughs> been one of those days. Y'all had one of those days. Anyways, um, you can get your victory flag. That, this is, must be malfunctioning. But anyways, um, red's the color of victory, right? It's his, it's his color. We're going to wave the victory flag. And so there's also a bookmark and there's a victory sticker. You can grab a couple of those. This is the last night that the photo wall will be out. It won't be up on Sunday. So um, one thing I want to do also before I jump into a few scriptures tonight when you came in, you should have received a little prayer and fasting tip card. And if you grab that for a moment, uh, every January we, we call for a season of prayer and fasting. And we do it corporately. And I just wanted to give you just a quick heads up, uh, some tips about how we do this. Um, so first thing we challenge everybody is determine why you're fasting. So fasting is just uh, setting aside physical gratification for a period of time um, so you'll have a greater spiritual perspective. 
It's, it's why we do that. Um, decide when you're fasting. Well, it starts tonight, and it will end uh, the Wednesday, Wednesday, the last Wednesday of the month, Wednesday night, the 31st. We'll end it with communion. Uh, the next tip is clarify how you're fasting. There's some different fasts. Not going into deep stuff here, but there's what they call a complete fast, which is only water and juices. Um, there's a specific fast. A lot of people will call that a Daniel fast, where you only you only remove certain elements from your diet. There's also a partial fast, some people call it a Jewish fast, where you fast certain meals at certain times a day. Then there's a selective fast. Maybe you can't or don't want to do food. Maybe you can set aside some social media, um, TV, um, your spouse, I don't know, something like that, right? <laughs> just, just kidding. Like, oh, I didn't think of that. No, I'm just joking. Um, th- then we just need to, we need to know a few reasons um, that we're fasting for. Let me just, here's a couple things I want you to hear. The purpose of fasting is not to influence God to do something for you. The purpose of fasting is not to impress God with our sacrifices. The purpose of fasting is to shut off the influence of your flesh to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Fasting is a tool to put us in a position to be more aware spiritually to better hear God. And fasting is a key way to seek God in a greater way. It's just setting aside to be more aware spiritually. And lastly, just solidify your expectations. Um, It's called prayer and fasting. It's not just fasting, that's dieting, okay? So it's prayer and fasting. So we need to make sure we block out some time where we're praying, we're reading, we're meditating. Um, Make sure you're establishing some expectations in faith and then believe that you will receive. So for the next 21 days, we just ask you to join us in in some way as we pray. If you've never fasted and and prayed before, we just encourage you, jump in, do something. Just do something um, and... Um, you know how it goes, you, it, it sounds really good, and about four days in, you're like, why am I doing this? So re- I want you to remember why we're doing this. I'm going to open up in a, in a word of prayer, and just um, this is just on my heart here. Um, Pastor Missy isn't with us tonight. Her, her mom is ailing and aging, and she had an accident today, so they're in surgery, I think, right now or this evening. So we want to pray for them. Also, Pastor Shane's uh, father's been going through a lot. He's been in the hospital here since, um, what, the last almost two weeks or a week and a half. So anyway, we're just, just going to believe that God's right there with them in the hospital and um, both of their families. It's, uh, it's tough to start off the year with some things like that. So um, I, I feel like we should just stop and pray for that. Father, we, we, we love you, Father. We thank you, God, that um, through all the twists and turns, ups and downs, peaks and valleys, you're still God. You're still faithful. God, I pray that um, Pastor uh, Missy's family and Pastor Shane's family, God, you would strengthen them. I pray you would overwhelm them with peace, overwhelm them with faith. God, I pray that you would sustain them. I pray that um, for Pastor Shane's father, for Pastor Missy's mother, right now, Lord, you would just be with them in the middle of their condition, in the middle of their circumstance, in the middle of their setback. God, you would, next time they walk in the room, I just, I pray they would know you're in there. God, we pray for your healing power to do its work, your comforting power to do its work. And God, we just pray that you be with them. Father, I pray for the next few weeks, for the next few moments, God, that you would just be with us. And over the next few weeks, God, you would help us as we set aside our flesh just to become more aware of what you're doing in our life. Amen. 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 You know, um, sometimes we've got to turn areas of our flesh off to be able to focus on God a, a little more. And that's what we're doing during this season. And um, as I mentioned, this is our year of victories. That's what God spoke to us to declare. 
And it's real important because anytime God tells you something, the immediate response is for you to declare what he told you. That's, that's the um, spiritual response we should have. God speaks to us. We say what God said. Amen? You read something in the word, God speaks to you, declare it out loud. God speaks something to your spirit, what do you do? Declare it out loud. You know, the enemy's kept us silent for too long. And so God gave us um, a creative voice to speak some things out. So um, we're going to jump into a few things this evening. And uh, I'm going to start off by reading you some scriptures that I read you on Vision Sunday. Y'all ready to go? Uh, These will be on the screens up here. Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. So aren't you glad he goes with you? No matter what you're up against, face, good times, bad times, um, chaotic times, confusing times, confident times, God's with you. He goes with you. Why does he go with you? To fight for you. You are never in the ring on your own. He goes with you to fight for you against what? Your enemies. Now the Bible's clear who your enemy is, right? It's not flesh and blood. But he goes with you to fight against your enemies for a reason. What's the reason? To give you what? Victory. Amen. Psalm 108, verse 13. With God, we will gain the what? And he will trample down our enemies. You didn't shout about that one. We got to do a do-over, right? With God, we gain the what? The victory. All right, that's better. Let me, let me give you another one. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God, he gives us the what? The victory. The Bible says it needs two to three witnesses to be established. Did we just establish a fact tonight? We just gave you three witnesses, right? So he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. Now I want to read to you a really important verse. This is in Isaiah 59. This is verse 19. This is the Amplified Bible, so it's a little bit wordy, but it's on purpose. So, as the result of the Messiah's intervention, aren't you glad that God's intervening? Because of his intervention, they shall reverently fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. Look at the rest of this. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a what? A standard against him and put him to flight. Now, let me, let me stop here and, and correct the grammar uh, we taught on this. This should really be read this way. When the enemy comes in like a flood... The Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. There's no punctuation in the Hebrew, okay? So we need to get this right. Someone say, get it right. How many know that gives it a a different context? Well, let let me prove it further because look at the rest of the verse. For he will come like a rushing stream. So if the enemy is the flood, why is it talking about God being a rushing stream? So God's going to come in with a flood of victory, um, which the breath of the Lord drives. There's you some victory verses, some victory scriptures for your 2024. Now, on Vision Sunday, I talked about a victory formation. I really had to explain this for my friends that are Browns fans and Ravens fans. Um, But at the end of a football game and the clock's running out, the winning team uh, gets in a V formation and the quarterback kneels down to run the play out to kill the clock. And so I just want you to know what you and I need to do is get in our victory formation as, as we go into 2024. And, and God gave me s- some parts to that, that that I'm going to unpack this month on Wednesday nights. And so 
those words are ask, allow, act, attack, and anticipate. I said a little bit about that on that Sunday. And so what I want you to do with me tonight is focus on those first two words, ask and allow. We'll get to the rest of them as we come. We'll talk a little bit more about attacking next week. We'll shout a little bit. But I want you to just, let's talk about those words, ask and allow. Okay? Okay. Um, so I think a lot of times, and it's proper that we go into a brand new year, and ha how many are the goal people? You got your resolutions and your goals, and anybody? Okay. How about the rest of you? Like, you just go with the flow, right? <laughs> we just flow with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so um, a lot of times we come in, we, we make our list, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I really had this sense that what I should tell you as we go into this year is that you and I don't give God a list of what we're wanting for victory, but that we ask God, God, what areas of my life in 2024 do you want to give me victory in? Now, it might end up being the same areas that you would have written down, or it might be something different. But I will guarantee you this, if he's telling you, I want to give you victory in these areas, that's the areas you probably need more victory in. And by giving you victory in some areas, it will probably have a, a, a rollover effect to give you victory in the other areas. But I really had this sense that we need to ask God, God, what areas of my life this year do you want to give me victory in? And when I'm done here, we're going to spend a moment asking God, God, what, what areas of my life do you want to give me victory in? And as we go through this month, that's one thing I'd like you to put on your prayer and fasting list. God, what areas do you want to give me victory in? So let me establish that with a few verses. This is 1 John chapter 5, and this is verse 14. This is the confidence. Everyone say confidence. I like that God put that in there. This is the confidence that we have in approaching God. So when you go into this month, don't go in wondering and stumbling. Go in with a confidence to approach God. I just want you to know something. Um, because we're declaring this month prayer and fasting and because you're participating in that, I just want you to know God's not up there like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. God's up there like, I, I, I'm moved by this. If they're willing to approach me confidently and ask, God's going to reveal some things. He, he's going to answer some things. He's going to provide some clarity. So this is the confidence that we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything that's in line with his will, he hears us. Now, it would be the will of God for you to go to God and say, God, I'm asking you, what areas of my life do you want to free me in? What areas of my life do you want to give me victory in? Not coming and saying, God, I've got these five areas if you do this, but coming and saying, God, what is on your agenda to give me victory in? That's the will of God. So the Bible said, if we're going to ask that way, we should have what? Confidence to approach him and knowing, one, that he hears. And look at verse 15. And if we know that he hears, look what it says. Then whatever we would ask, we know that we would what? Receive it. So if we're going to come in the will of God and ask God, God, what areas of my life do you want to give me victory in this year? Guess what? God's going to reveal it to you. Because he wants that area of your life to be upgraded and to have victory 
more than you do. How about one more verse that goes along with that? This is Luke chapter 11. Well, it's two verses. Verse 9. I know you know this verse, but it says this. So I say to you, what? Ask. It will be given to you. Seek, you'll find. Knock, it's going to be open to you. This is the will of God. It's a scripture. If you're asking, what's God want to do? He wants to give it to you. If you're seeking, what's he want to do? He wants to open it to you. He wants to reveal these to you, to, things to you. Verse 10, for everyone who asks, what will you do? You will receive. The one who chooses to seek, you will. And if you knock, the door is going to be what? Open. I know you know those two verses. But just for a moment, before I wrap this up, can I unpack those words for you? Because this will show you just this is, this is lining up with what he wants for us this year. When we read the words ask, everyone say ask. It really means an urgent petition. So the word ask is an urgent word. Uh, an urgent word means it's, it's immediate, it's powerful. And so the word ask means I have an urgent petition. And it actually borderlines on the word demand. So it's such a thing that, don't misunderstand me, we don't demand God and tell him what to do, but we can put a demand on the word of God. It actually says that. So he says, ask or put a demand on the things of God, and if you do that, it will be what? Given. So don't go into this thing passionless. Go into this thing with some urgency. When God begins to reveal it to you, if he revealed it to you, he wants it to unfold for you, right? So we're going we're gonna to ask almost to the point of demanding it to come about because God wants it so we can put a demand on it. It's an urgent petition. It, it, would, it would be, uh, here's a great example. If I called my wife up on the phone, I'm expecting her to do what? Answer. I'm expecting it. If she doesn't, I'm going to give her a minute. I'm going to call back, right? And then I'm, I'm going to be like, she needs to be answering her phone. Right? Like, like my daughters. Like I pay their cell phone bill. Sometimes they don't answer the phone. I don't understand that because they're always on it until I need them and call them. Well, that's, that's just, I don't know what that has to do with anything. But, but really what it means is if I'm calling, I'm expecting. And if you're going to ask, you should expect to what? Be given the will of God this year, which is victory for your life. He said, approach him what? Confidently. No one he's going to hear if it's the will of God. And if this is the will of God for victory for you this year, ask with an urgency. Ask almost to the point of putting a demand. If he said it, it's going to happen. Now, I didn't write this. This is what it means. Well, put a demand. This is what it means. Y'all got that? You got to like turn your religious brain off for a second. It's literally what God said to do. So he said, so ask. Then he, then he goes on and he says, and seek. The word seek here is an interesting word. It really means to investigate or, or, or to discover. To investigate or to, the, to discover. It, it, and it's also the idea that if we're going to ask, we're going to act on something. See how it's building? If we're going to ask with some urgency, then we have to be willing to investigate it or, or get in sync with it to the point there's some action coming from God and from us. It actually means this, this is so cool, to arrange all of your priorities so you can find out what you desire. In other words, if you're going to ask, you're going to start to hear, start arranging things according to that. 
So if he said it's your year of victory, and you're saying, God, what areas of victory do you want to unfold in my life, and you're believing that you're going to receive it, then start seeking, God, how, how, how are you going to do this? How do you want me to obey? How do you want me to respond? And start getting in a line with your words. If you knew somebody important was coming over, how many know you'd be preparing the house? You might be moving some furniture, sweeping. You might be preparing some meals. You might put out, you know, a smelly candles. Whatever you need to do, you're rearranging some of your priorities and some of the space. You ought to start arranging right now for victory. When he starts speaking, start arranging things with your words, with your actions. Amen. Seeking you a lot, find. I just wanted to unpack these words for you. Then we come to the word knock, which really means to press which means it's a continual pattern of our life. It's habitual. And the Bible says if you knock, it's going to be what? Opened. It's going to be opened. It has this idea of if you went to someone's house, if I came over to Heath's house and I knew he was in there and I'm knocking and he's not answering, it's, I'm going to knock what? I know you're in there. Now, if I don't know he's in there, I'm probably going to walk away. But if I just saw him go in there, I'm going to be like, knock. How many know God's in there? It's the will of God. Are y'all getting the, the, the tempo of this? So victory formation starts with us starting tonight throughout this prayer and fasting. God, what areas of my life do you want to give me? Don't tell him. Ask him, what areas of my life do you want to give me victory in? But don't haphazardly ask him. Ask him as an urgent petition. Investigating how he wants to do it. Not just asking, but be willing to put your action behind it and knocking, pressing. Everybody say press. So when you ask, it's going to be opened up and he's going to give you access. I want you to start this time off knowing that God wants to open some things and give you access to his will, his ways, his victory for your life. But the first scripture I read about this was, come what? Confidently. So I want you to get this tonight. It's about confidence. Because I, I will also probably make you this money back guarantee that because we are standing here declaring victory, there might be something that tries to detour you, um, resist you, and mess with you. Because as much as, th there's an enemy who doesn't want you to experience those victories. But there's a God who does. There's a God who does. So we, we're going to get ourselves in, in alignment. So let me, let me say this, this to you. Um, God will always answer you in the spirit before it manifests in the physical. He will always reveal it to you in the spirit before it comes in the natural. Don't be waiting for it in the natural and then hook up in the spirit. It will always be revealed in the spirit before it happens in, in the natural. How many know the supernatural, the spiritual comes first, right? So it will be revealed in the area of the spirit first before it ever is manifested in the physical. Now, the time between those things is what we call faith. Amen? We're, we're believing what's in the spirit. Amen? We're declaring what's in the spirit. Amen? 
Even if the physical is not lining up yet. Even if the physical is not manifesting yet. Now listen to this. Y'all doing all right? If we, if we waver from our confidence, there's a real threat that we abort the manifestation. There's a, a, a real threat that we abort the manifestation. That's why Hebrews 10.35 says to hold on to the confession of your faith. Or some translations say hold on to your confidence. What, I, what I'm urging you with is um, doesn't mean you'll have a doesn't mean that you'll never have a moment of doubt, but if you have a moment of doubt, don't stay there. If you have a moment of challenge, circumstance, don't camp out there. Don't, don't build your foundation there. You hold on to the confession of your confidence. Right? So, so the only way that the manifestation gets aborted is if you give up on your confidence. It doesn't get aborted if all hell comes against it. It doesn't even get aborted if you have a doubt. It only gets aborted when you toss away your confidence. There's only one way you toss away your confidence. You ready for it? With your words. Yeah. That's, how you, that's how you toss away your confidence. So how do you keep your confidence? With your words. So you got some talking to do. What? There's your excuse to talk? You need an excuse. I've been noticing that. Um, but think about that. When you walk out of here tonight, you start talking victory. You start prophesying victory. You start declaring victory. Just talk victory. Come in on Sunday, just talk victory. You have my permission. Talk all the victory you want to out there, in here, on the way out. Just talk victory. Thanks for being so excited about that. So my challenge to you is this is the victory formation. Now, think about something. I'll hit the last word here, and we'll, we'll go back to worship. Think about this. In a football game, any football fans? Anyone know what football is? Ever seen a football game? Okay. Um, dude, I just noticed you're toboggan. I'm going to cast the devil out here for a moment. I'm just kidding. He's got a Bill, Bill's hat. They play the Steelers Sunday. I still love you, but um, we're going to pray afterwards. I'm just kidding. What was I talking about? Oh, here's, here's, um, here's something to think about. It, in the football game, they'll make a, they make a victory formation to keep the enemy or the opponent from penetrating that victory area. And the quarterback does something really simple. He takes about a step back and does this. It kills the play. The clock runs out. Um, the play isn't a forward pass. It's not a forward run. Here's what I want you to get by that. Um, he's already created the victory for you. He's already provided the victory for you. Your job is just to stay in the victory formation. Your job is just to stay behind the word where the enemy will. Your job is just to kneel on the promise, just to kneel on the scripture. That, that's, that's your job. Got that? So the first part of that victory formation is, is we're going to ask. And, and, and I hope that I presented that clearly, that what I really, really want to challenge you to do 
from tonight on through these next 21 days is just keep asking God confidently. If you're going to ask, then what he begins to speak, don't get into like, I wonder if that's God. I wonder if he wants, does he really want to give me victory in depression? Yes. Does he really want to give me victory in the area of bitterness? Yes. So receive what he's saying. Amen? Receive what he's saying, but just start asking. And the next word in the victory formation is the word allow. I'm only going to say a couple of things about this. I'll pick up on this next week and go into the attack word. But you say, what do you, what do you mean by allow? So if we're asking, our next response is to allow the Lord to take the lead and we follow his directions. Because sometimes God will tell us something or even reveal something to us. And we're excited. We know it's from God. But we have a tendency to like take what God said and do it our way. We can often misplace our purpose or our passion. So we're going to ask God, right, confidently. We got that, right? Then we allow God. We are we're ready to obey his directions. James 4, verse 7. Great verse. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he'll do what? Flee. We shout about the rest of it. But it starts right here. Submit yourselves then to God. Then there's the power to resist, and he will flee. So when I say the word allow, the word allow is the same word as the word submit. And if you were here Sunday, we learned a lot about being humble and fighting our pride. If you weren't here, go online and and watch that, and we're going to build on that this weekend. Um, But the word allow requires something from us. It requires surrender. It requires submission to the will of God and the ways of God. So what it is, it's you and I humbling our will and our ways under the will and the ways of God. And and I appreciate the amens, and you can amen in here, but that's not always the easiest thing to do. But if we're going to ask God, God's going to begin to reveal, then we, now we're going to allow God to work. And what's it going to require? I need to humble my will and my ways and my opinion and my excuses and my wants and my desires under the will and ways of God. Remember, we're trying to work this. Wouldn't you rather submit your will and ways and experience victory than hold on to your will and ways and and have defeat? Now, the word allow means a couple of things. And these are really significant. The first thing it means is Get under and listen up. Isn't that cool? Get under and listen up. It, it, it's, a, it's a military phrase, which means to humble or bring yourself under rank. So get under and listen up. It goes right along with what we're saying. Get, get, get under this and listen up because I believe God will give you some instructions. God will give you some direction. Then it means to arrange yourself under and cooperate. 
See, if you, if you could have already gotten victory in that area, you would have already gotten it. You didn't need God. But I'm assuming if he's revealing it to you, it's going to take him. So he wants to reveal some things to you. He wants you to, to get under, listen up, align yourself, and cooperate. And then it means this. Align yourself in an orderly manner, being ready and willing to obey. Now, are you all connecting with me? Here's what I'm saying. If we're going to ask him with a confidence that he's going to reveal some things to us, then let's get ourselves in a place under his will and his word where we are ready to what? Take directions. So what were those directions? It depends on what area of it. What, what if he says, I need you to go repent to somebody? What if he says, I need you to go apologize? What if he says, I need you to sow an offering? What if he says, I, I, I need you to let some things go? What if he says, I need you to forgive someone in there? What if he says, I need you to like get, get your thoughts and opinions? In line? What if he says that to us? We need to be ready to do it. Because in that is the key to you coming out the other side in victory, coming out better, not bitter. You coming out going higher, not lower. You coming out being free, not in bondage. You coming out with victory instead of being defeated. Now let me say something really, really interesting to you. Contextually in this verse, contextually, stick with me for a moment. Contextually, it has this idea or this emphasis, this focus on us being submissive to man, even more the emphasis being on God in this verse. Did y'all get that? Now hang on, I'm going I'm to land the plane. Because we can shout, whoo, I'll submit to God. But contextually, it's given us this emphasis that you and I struggle to be in submission or in humility with man. It's more emphasized there than it is with God. So maybe that could be there are some relationships. There may be some bosses, some authority in our lives. that God needs to align some things. Because we're going to align things in an orderly manner. Now, I can go a hundred ways right there, but I just wanted to throw that out there to, to you. Because sometimes we're trying to get the blessing of God by doing some things our way. Sometimes we're chasing some things that God needs to bring some focus back into our lives. Because, guys, things like, things like humility, honor, submission, and surrender are dirty words in our culture. But they're Bible words. Our culture does not understand them. But we can't lose them in the house of God. Because if we can hold on to those things, it opens up victory in our lives. We can, we, we, we can shout about victory, but if some things aren't aligned, we're just going to get frustrated with that. But we have to be willing to do what? Bring it all under the perspective and alignment of the will of God. Daily. Daily daily. So I want to give you an assignment this week. Wasn't that good stuff? So I want you to wave your flag, but you need to wave your flag with some purpose, with some understanding, with some wisdom, with some insight, with some knowledge. So we need to get knowledge. We need to get understanding. Understanding is, is, is unlocking the wisdom, right? So we don't stay in ignorance. Amen? Amen? Amen. 
So I want to encourage you to step into these 21 days, however you're going to fast. We never told people what to do, just however you're doing it. So from this Wednesday to next Wednesday, here's your assignment. Let's begin spiritually training ourselves to ask and allow. Ask and allow. Ask God to show you, and he will. If you're ready and you're willing to obey it. The Bible says if you're willing and you're obedient, you will what? Taste of the best. I want you to experience the best. Amen. Sometimes we need it. We, so the goal is for us, set aside our flesh, ask with a confidence, ask with a passion, and keep ourselves in place. We're going to allow God to work in us, for us, through us, and what God could begin to do in your 2024 if we started the year out like that. It feels like the opposite of how you usually encourage people at the beginning of the year. Let's go. God bless. Wave the flag. Take the enemy. Storm the gates of hell. <laughs> Sometimes we just need to stop and say, God, what direction am I storming? What do you want to do in me? I'm ready. I'm willing. I'll be obedient. So your assignment between this week and next week is to just keep asking God, God, what areas of my life this year? He's not going to give you 12 because you'll blow up. That's too many. I think he'll give you one, two, or three. And just say, God, okay, I'm going to let you start working on them. And what that means is, what if God messes with some of your opinions? Let him mess with them. What if God messes with some areas of your heart? Let him mess with it. What if God starts messing with your wallet? Let him mess with it. What if God, what, what if God just starts messing with you in those areas? Let him. Because if he's messing with it, he's doing it for a purpose. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, if God can change your stinking thinking, if God can alter our opinions, if God could start working on those areas of our life, I mean, he, he, he has no trouble getting us to the next level. He has no trouble getting us to the next blessing. He has no trouble getting us through the breakthrough. How about our goals? Let's get willing. Anyone just want to get willing? Just to see what God would have in 2024? These are the seeds right now, this month, for the rest of 2024. Next Wednesday, we're going to pick up on that allow thought, and I'm going to tell you how to attack it with, with the word next week. We'll, we'll be a little more aggressive next week. But here's what I want to do. We've got a couple more songs, and I would like us all to stand. And just as we start this song, if you want to kneel, if you want to come up front, if you want to sit down, if you want to stand, now I've already had you stand, um, I just want you to, we're going to start right now asking God, God, what areas? What areas? And he might, he might give them to you tonight, or he might just start. They may come later. They may came, come over the next few days or weeks, but let's just start saying, God, I, I, I want to know what areas. And I'm willing to allow you. I'm going to be willing and ready. Be willing and ready. Amen. Can we worship him for a moment? Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. God, I pray that we would see with spiritual eyes, we would receive with, with a spiritual heart. God, I pray we'd be 
good seers and we'd be good receivers. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray there'd be a spirit of receiving sweep across this room, a spirit of seeking, a spirit of asking, a spirit of allowing. God, I pray there'd be a confident spirit rise up in here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I, I sense this in my spirit that the Lord would say this. If you're willing to ask, if you're willing to allow me to meddle and fix those areas that you held on to or you might not even known you needed to let go and surrender, if you're willing to allow me to work in those areas, the areas that you would have put on the list, they're next. Victory starts in this area, it'll be contagious in the next, in the next, in the next. I'm going to free you in areas that will unlock the other areas, God said. I'm not after one little area, I'm after all the areas. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Can we just worship him? Father, we worship you. Father, we magnify you. Father, we glorify you. Yeah, we glorify you, Father. We glorify you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus. Yeah, we magnify you, Jesus. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. There's a new season of freedom. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there, there's, a, there's addictions breaking. Ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. God's about to reveal the will of God, the next steps in, in your life. Some of you are going to see next steps. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wants some of you to know. This might be for an older crowd, maybe. God wants you to know. I just sense this for some reason. Um, don't be casual about this because you're, you're, you're getting up there in age. You, if you're not done breathing, you're not done having purpose. You're, you're not, if you're not done breathing, you're not done changing. Listen. If God's still messing with some areas of your life and changing you, he's still got some stuff he wants to do in you, for you, and through you. Hey, I want to say this respectfully, but I feel this in my spirit. He didn't call you to coast. He didn't call you to coast across the finish line. He, he calls you, you know, to real runners, they lean in when they cross. Thank you for listening to the LifePoint Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe and follow so you don't miss a message. For more information, you can visit lpcwv.com.